welcome back to another show. Uh, today, it's, it's a Friday morning, a little bit cold here in Portugal, and we have a really cool guest uh, out in KwaZulu-Natal, uh, Stephen from Hit The Tea. Uh, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, nice to be here. Cool. So, so I believe you, you're an avid golfer. You, you've got multiple experiences in the golfing industry. You, you've been at driving ranges, shops, golf courses, all of that. Um, but I think let, let's maybe start off today with what is Hit The Tea and, and what were the main purposes of, of founding Hit The Tea? Yeah, um, okay, so Hit The Tea, it's, it's been a, a long project for us. Uh, like you said, I've been in the golf industry for many a year. So I, I've been through all the, the different facets from retail and running a club and all the ins and outs. And Hit The Tea was with my partner in the business, Ryan Lovell. We had this, we've always had this nagging where, and seen a problem where golfers like us, we'd be sitting here today and let's say we want to, we want to play tomorrow. The first thing we say is if we're normal humans that just earn a normal salary and actually care about pricing, we would say to each other, well, where do we want to play? And we would think about it for a while and we'd go, okay, uh, well, how much is it to play Durban Country Club? And you'd start the process where you'd phone Durban Country Club or you'd go on their website and and you'd phone them and try and find the price. And if that one didn't agree to you, well, then you'd start the process over. Okay, well, let's go to Royal Durban or let's go to Cotswold. Or... So we saw this problem and I used to see it a lot in the pro shop where guys would walk in and go, how much is it to play? How much is it to play? How much is it to play? So us, you know, we thought to ourselves, let's build something where it's not a booking agent. It's not something where you can go on, find a tea time and go. It's more of a directory. It's a, it's a helper. It's something that you take along with you and when you're having that conversation in the pub or you're with your mates and you want to plan a quick round or something, you pull the app out and it pretty much tells you more or less how much it costs to play somewhere in your area. Um, when you open the app, it pretty much pulls 250 kilometers away. So it also gives you a broad spectrum. It allows you to see courses down the coast or up the coast or inland, somewhere where you wouldn't really go, but you could see a special and go, hey, that's not bad. Let's uh, pop. Let's pop around and play. So, yeah, the idea from the start to answer your question was we just wanted to fill a problem. And that problem was not knowing a green fee. And then obviously from there it evolved and we, we, we added in features where you can pull directly straight from it to help guys, you know, so you don't have to Google. You can just go straight on, search a golf course and push call. Uh, there's directions. You can find out what the facilities have. So if you don't know if there's a putting green or a warm-up area, it'll, the guys can put it in there. And yeah, yeah, the third part, uh, the last part of it was to actually just make a little community and something that we could give to the golf industry where guys could join in, be a part of it. And that was our, obviously this team hit the T that we, we slowly rolling out. Um, yeah. That sounds really interesting. And I mean, it, it's kind of like a, a one-stop shop for anything you need when it comes to booking around or or having contact details for a golf course knowing what's at the golf course i think it's fantastic it makes it a lot more accessible to to just about anybody and i mean we let's face it we're living in the modern world where where apps are apps are part of our daily life so so to be able to just go into an app and have it all in one place is pretty it's pretty impressive really impressive how long how long has the process been going on for now uh, like I said, we had the idea for so long, but then when lockdown came around, obviously golf's, golf skyrocketed over the last year. 
Um, yeah, big time. You know, you've got people joining in who never used to play golf, who uh, didn't really see it as a game, but now they've taken it up and they liked it, which is usually the case with golf. Yeah. So many people will be pessimistic towards it until they try it and then they're in. Um, so we've seen, we saw so much of this going on and those are the people that we were trying to assist. They're not the people who know they're going to go play at Glendale or Stain City or you know, don't really care about the rates. They're just going to go play and enjoy a lovely round of golf. These are people that want to find a rate, want to find a deal uh, and there's a lot of them out there. Um, so we wanted to give like an entry point because golf's an intimidating sport and it's not something that you just waltz into. You know, going to a country club can be pretty intimidating for most humans, especially juniors. Yeah. So the process to build took a while. Um, the model that we've done is it's free for the users and it's also free for the golf courses and um, because they work hand in hand. So we've given this tool to the golf courses and we've said to them, use it as much as you like, use it as little as you like. Yeah. But we ask that you use it because it benefits obviously everyone. You know what I mean? If everyone can go on and see everyone's rates, then everyone's winning. And that's been the hardest uh, hurdle, should I say, is trying to get the clubs and everybody on board and, and trying to get them to use a product that's it's not proven yet. A lot of people want to jump on something once you're successful. You know what I mean? And, and by that time, it doesn't really matter. So it's always a weird juggling act that you do um, with these apps. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would, for the last year, we actually had our, our first birthday this month. Um, okay. And it's been a year that we've been around. And to be honest, we haven't marketed it fully because we wanted to make sure that the product was perfect. And we've got a big change coming in 2022 with a whole bunch of exciting stuff that we've pulled out of the app and chucked back in and we've listened to what people have asked for. Um, so 2022, we're really going to start driving it um, with obviously with paid marketing and all the rest of it. But for now, it's just been organic. And it's been nice to see that we've built up a little bit of a following with just organic. So it's yeah. guys just wanting to be a part of something. Um, so th that's been very encouraging. 100%. And I mean, obviously i think the more that you the more you put in obviously the more you get out but but i mean as you mentioned it's good to see it's good to see that there is a lot of following at the moment i i guess it shows that golf is heading in the right direction in one sense in south africa from an accessibility point of view from your mm. i mean you mentioned it just now your 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 younger golfer who who's just been bit by the bug doesn't really understand you know how much is how much there is to golf. I mean, you mentioned walking into a clubhouse can be a little bit intimidating and all of those things. So I think to have a, a user-friendly app that's community-driven is super important to also help grow the game in the right direction, um, whether it be for your for your more established golfer or, or someone who's just looking for a deal for, for him and three of his buddies to go out on the weekend. I think it's fantastic. And, and I wish you guys really the best of luck for, for the 2022 um, yeah, I think whatever you have planned is going to be super exciting. So definitely, ladies and gentlemen, watch this space and, and, and let's see what happens in, in that space. Um, but I think, I think let, let's, let's, let's dive into you. you you've straight away struck me as an interesting character. Um, first thing I've noticed, you've got the coolest background. <laughs> the coolest background. Um, Augusta flag, I see, I see the 18th flag for the Open and a whole bunch of golf balls. Are those all of your hole-in-ones or just memorable golf balls? <laughs> uh, I wish, to be honest. Um, the wall is actually quite an interesting story. and it, it's, um, That was my first job in golf. Um, I, I studied golf. So 
how it worked when how I got into golf. Uh, I used to play a lot of golf with my dad. Yeah. But nothing serious. I was I wasn't great. I didn't play Natal. I didn't do any of that stuff. But I remember the one time I was at a bra and I had a friend, Damon Lochner, who's a professional in Asia now. And wow. he, I said to him, what are you doing next year? And he was like, I'm going to study golf. So I was like, sounds like a great idea. Uh, it sounds super relaxing. I can get this past my parents. Uh, it would be a bonus. And so I went and studied it. And what you do is you obviously study your, your golf apprenticeship. And once I'd done with the course, I had to wait and find a job. And you, you have to be apprenticed at a golf course for a certain amount of years, like two years as part of your thing. So I was looking for a job. And at that time, I got a job at the pro shop, you know, the pro shop group. And I was one of their salesmen. And I was the worst salesman. Uh, I was terrible. I, I didn't take it too seriously. It wasn't what I wanted to do. So sure. it wasn't my focus. Uh, what it was, though was in the back storeroom they used to get these giant boxes and when i say giant they were massive uh of secondhand golf balls they would sell oh, wow. but majority of those had logos on them so i would rummage through them in lunch breaks and stuff like that and then i started to notice you know, pebble beaches and cypress points and oh, st andrews so that and most of my pay ended up going towards these golf balls so they would pay me and i said well I'll just take half back because i owe you that yeah. And that's how it started the collection. And to be honest, right now I'm sitting at about 800. Um, wow. and they're all golf courses. I only collect golf courses. And we pretty much the most of South Africa. Um, but we've got some very cool, interesting ones, actually. I've got Pine Valley, which is the number one golf course in the world. Yeah. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got Sergio Garcia's ball. We've got no a couple ways. of his. Yeah, we've got a Titleist R&D golf ball, which is uh, it's got no dimples. Oh, no um, so it's a demonstration never, ball to show you. Yeah, it's actually, it's used to show you what a golf ball flight would be like um, without dimples. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's pretty fun to hit. <laughs> and there's loads. There's the golf ball that I hit off the mountain at Legends Golf Resort. Yeah, 400 meter one that you go down in the Special helicopter. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's, uh, uh, I just love, I love finding new ones. So it's become... A bit of a hobby and i've got mates all around the world now i've got two in portugal and what i do is i send them out to all the golf courses <laughs> they collect and they post back so 100%. yeah i'll be waiting by the post box for the ones i get soon now that's that's really cool and i mean so so i mean straight away you mentioned that you you you, you did your apprenticeship uh in the in the golf world um and I love the fact that half of the pay was going towards golf balls. I think it shows that probably uh, more than that. Yeah, probably more. It was probably more than that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think it straight away shows that you you you've got a deep love for the game, which is which is super which is super great. It's always nice to to speak to someone who loves golf and has has and has in in somewhat somewhat dedicated part of his life to the game. Um, what, what I mean, yeah. what what has the process been like? You mentioned also earlier that you you've you've really done a lot of different things uh, in the golf industry, and I mean it, it. It can offer a lot from working in a pro shop to to working a range or to yeah. you know, th th There's so much. What has what has the process been like? I mean, what what any interesting stories? What what have you done? I got tons. <laughs> um, you know, from from uh, the pro shop, I actually got a job at Pizzula which is Pizzula Championship Golf Course in Naslo. And I was very lucky to get that because it was, it is one of the best golf courses in South Africa. And 
you know, I moved down there and it was a big move because it's far and it's from yeah. Durban and it's different. Um, but that I always try to, I've managed a lot of, of humans in my lifetime and I always try and tell them whatever job you do, whatever it is, wherever you go, let's try and learn at least something. And yeah. from Pazula, I learned how to handle seven staff, how to handle people that you wouldn't usually engage with in your normal life. If you go to the spa or something like that, you're not going to bump into these people. Um, I've had to deal with uh, government politics, uh, po political guys, uh, the fifth richest man in the world. Wow. He wanted to, he rocked up the one day. He used to come every year, um, actually. And he would pretty much just buy out most of the hotel to stay there. And this time when he came, um, his guys actually came to me the one day. It was, it was a big guy. It was probably about seven foot. He was one of the bodyguards. His name was Igor, which you'd expect from a Russian. Yeah. And he he comes to me and he says, uh, this gentleman would like to play the golf course. About 10 o'clock in the morning. So I said, awesome. We can definitely do that. It's what we do. Um, and he says, no, but he wants to just be the only one on the golf course. I said, wow. well, I said, that's a bit extreme. Because first it's going to be super costly. And he was like, no, you'll pay it. So I worked out the price. It was probably about 117000 to book out every slot uh, if we did it all. And he said, loan lacquer. So I said, okay, but I've got people on the golf course. And he was like, well, just tell them to leave. So I was like, so you want me to go to some lady playing her shots on like the third hole and just say, listen, you need to like go somewhere else. Yeah. And it's, but that taught me that you're going to, you're going to meet moments like this and you're going to meet people like this. And you, it taught me how to react to them. Um, Pazula was, it was huge with the way that it helped me to uh, handle humans. Um, because the golf industry, I don't think a lot of people get it nowadays. Um, and I see it a lot with a lot of golf courses in South Africa. Um, and you might not see it that side because I think it's slightly different. They're used to with that hospitality side. But in South Africa, yes. a lot of golf courses have forgotten that they're a hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. um, the job of everyone when they wake up in the morning is to make sure that the people who are coming to establishment are having an awesome time or having a great day. And a lot of the places in Durban or in South Africa see it as a job where, listen, just come here, hit some golf balls, have a drink, have a, something to eat and leave. And, and that's where we've lost it slightly. Um, we need to learn to, the people that are coming, they are coming there because they don't want to be at work. They want to be, they're paying a lot of money to be somewhere that they don't want to be. Um, they want to be somewhere where they're going to be treated differently. So, you know, Pizzula taught me that. Um, we had the French uh, football team stay there during the World Cup. And that was an eye opener because, again, you're dealing with these people with such high expectations. They... They made us learn French for three months before they arrived. Um, they spent 450,000 Rand on the Wi-Fi alone just so they could call home. Um, when we, halfway through their visit, I had to deal with the French uh, television company that was filming uh, from our clubhouse every day because they would do like a television show. They wouldn't allow us to look at the players in their eyes when they walked past us. And it, you're like, yeah, it sounds silly and it's weird, but you learn, okay, that there are people like this in life and you're going to have to deal with them. You know, you can't just cry every single time you get tuned by someone or someone thinks they're better than you. So that's what that taught me. It taught me to, to handle some humans um, that are a bit, a bit different. Um, and that's, yeah. And especially the hospitality, how to treat someone six star, seven star. That's definitely where I got from that. 
I think that's super important. And, and I mean, you mentioned that um, South Africa has almost lost it in a way. And it's it's kind of sad in, in one sense because golf is supposed to be a seriously enjoyable thing that it's supposed to mm. be it's supposed to be a day that you remember it's supposed to be you, you get to the course and i don't know whether whether they do something special like you know grabbing your bags for you loading your carts your name on your carts maybe yeah. just a water a couple of teas in there um it's something that i see a lot of here in portugal they 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 i think because there's such a big um tourist market that are coming over to play golf guys from the uk from ireland from all over i think they really go the extra mile and and someone an, an experience i've definitely had in south africa where I, where i feel they give you as they would say the royal experience is definitely royal johannesburg um and kensington golf yeah. Club. they really go the extra mile your name is on the cart you've got some waters loaded um and and it's important it's really important and i think the fact that the fact that certain clubs don't focus on it is it kind of sucks in a way but i suppose i suppose it's a business at the end of the day they've got to do what they've got to do i think as you mentioned i think a little bit more of the 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 elite golf clubs i mean you were working at at a really nice course so i think mm. a lot of again a lot of people <coughs> take time out to actually come and play that golf course so so to be able to give them a good experience is important and and it seems like he learns a lot when it comes to um dealing with people and that's something we also we also see a lot in the golf industry people you it's people from all different walks of life so it's not going to be your typical same yeah. person coming in and out of the doors day in and day out today you've got this one tomorrow you've got that one and and i think that's what also makes the game really special yeah yeah that that that's it you know it it's difficult. I know that money obviously rules a lot of things and some things if you're putting waters and teas and stuff like that. But, you know, it's funny how we treat tourists uh, a lot higher than we would treat a South African. Um, you know, <clears throat> they're paying exactly the same price, but we try a little bit harder. And a lot of the time it just comes down to your general uh, demeanor and how you wake up in the morning and how you treat people. It's, sure. you know, to, to welcome people and to, and to treat them uh, immaculately is, is, is not hard. It just takes, it just takes, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It takes a spirit. It just takes getting, waking up in the right frame of mind. And I don't know if South Africa has knocked us down a little bit. We've been through a lot over the last couple of years. <clears throat> but I just like to see all the people that we're bringing to the golf courses, all the people that we're bringing to the game, they stay. Sure. Because we're in a weird place at the moment where we've got all these youngsters coming and they want to have fun and let's be honest some of them want to drink uh, some of them want to play music there's, yeah. there's speakers that you can buy now that click onto your carts and um and then you've got the older guys who want the tradition and they want to keep the rules and they want to keep it clean and we're in this weird spot where the, the golf managers don't really know which guys to side with yeah because you've got new money coming on this side and you've got old money coming on that side and it's it's a complicated one. So the, the Oaks run around trying to keep everyone happy and it's, it's going to be weird. And that's where our app, we're trying to help. We're trying to help the, the smaller guys, uh, the smaller golf courses. You know, I don't know. I listened to your podcast with regards to the guy from bump and roll. And obviously in America, they'll know there's a lot of municipal golf courses, loads of them. They're everywhere. And the, yeah. there's a lot of entry points for people to join golf and get involved and youngsters to go play nine holes. We sadly don't have that. Um, we don't have a lot of municipal courses and the ones we do are unfortunately government run and they, they're, they're not run 
up to scratch, but yeah. we don't have a lot of par three courses. We don't have a lot of mashy courses. We're, we're, and we need to start helping um, golfers get back into golf by being a little bit more friendlier, a little bit more accommodating, a little bit more nicer to juniors and, and new people to golf, because otherwise they're going to leave and they'll go do something else. And eventually we'll end up with no golf courses. 100%. And, and I mean, golf, if we look at it over the last year, it's definitely grown rapidly. But I mean, I think before, before lockdown, let, let's say 2016, 2017, 2018, it wasn't such a big thing. So the fact that mm -hmm. there's so much hype around it now, um, I think it's important that they, that they definitely keep the hype there and they definitely keep the guys coming back because yeah. whether it be finding a balance between music and, and, and your traditional group in front of you that, that, that wants peace and quiet, I think it's important. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm a big believer that golf is maybe too serious especially for guys who are just going out on the weekend or during the week. I think we, we put so much emphasis on it needs to be like this and, and there's this dress code and, you know, all of this and that. And, and for me, it kind of takes away a little bit of the fun where I'd rather, I'd like to be a little bit more casual, not, not necessarily worry too much about score all the time, go out there and have a good time with my friends, go and make some memories. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, sorry. No, I was just going to say that that's like, that's the community we're trying to form around is trying to give these guys some, something to be a part of that's not the stuffiness and, and the, the rigidness of the, of, the, of the normal country clubs, because there's so many, there's not a lot of avenues for them to get into golf. And I know I speak to a lot of them, they, they, they sit on the sidelines and they like wait for their turn to like maybe just go play around a golf or jump in and they, they, they're not sure how to enter the golf industry. 100%. Um, and, and that's why, you know, after I left Pizzoula, uh, I moved to back home and I moved to a club called Kloof Country Club. Mm -hmm. um, and again, Kloof is a perfect example. It's an old course with lots of traditions and it's been around for a lot of years, but it's, it's not on the level of the Pizzoulas and stuff. So you've got to try and show your, your, your wares in, in different avenues. And with them, we tried to, it had been years since they had a, accomplish what they were in the past so we had to try and look at the market look who was around us and say okay well Cotswold's close and that's the the more expensive golf course so let's try and bring the juniors in. let's try and bring the youngsters and let's try and make uh, rates that can we can bring the locals in and that's what you've got to do you've got to be accommodating to who lives around you um you know i mean you've got to realize who you are as well you know you're an a class golf course or you're a b class or you're a c if you're a c accept it an offer C, but then don't price as an A. You know what I mean? You've got to know where you live as a golf course and and and, and work to your to your strengths. Hundred percent. So it's a, it's a, it's a hard one. Yeah, but but I, I suppose it's it's trial and error for now. And I guess the more accommodating they are to to change, I think the better. And 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 I suppose we just got to we just got to hope for the best and and do our little do our part in, in guiding that into the right direction. I think things like the app, um, things like, I mean, even bump and roll, the, the type of stuff he's doing is, yeah. is super different. It's exciting. It shows that again, golf is golf can be so much different. And I think it's those little things that slowly, but surely come together, make a really big thing. And, and we can have that momentum shift into the right direction. No, exactly. You know, all these guys that are getting involved, I like I said, I listened to that podcast and it, it's so refreshing because 
we are behind the times. Um, we aren't, um, there's so many podcasts out there that you don't even know about and guys making content. There's no laying up in America. If you've ever watched it, Brilliant. it just makes you want to go play golf. Um, and, and these are the things that South Africans are gifted. We, we've got loads of skills. There's loads of videographers and, and guys with personalities out there. They can go grab a camera and go make these things. But we, the golf courses and everybody needs to be accommodating to them. Um, and they need to help them in a way. You know, that's where we've been lucky. We've got uh, typists and uh, they've obviously partnered with us with regards to the app. And, and you know, we work so nicely with them. And they, they've opened up by giving us so many awesome prizes um, that we wow. give away every month. And again, there's so many people that have never owned Titleist, never owned FootJoy, but it's nice to know that, for them to know that, listen, it's accessible, it's there, that you just got to you know, work for it. Sure, um, sure. So yeah, we just got to help the, the best way we can in every facet that we can. 100%. And, and yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of Titleist um, branding on, on a lot of your stuff. What is, what is the affiliation there? Is it, are they, is it a sponsorship? Is it a collaboration? Uh, what yeah, it? it's more like a collaboration. I used to be an ambassador for them when I owned uh-huh. my stores and my driving range. So I used to be a part of them. And um, obviously, when we did this project, I went to the guys and I said to them, listen, can we, do you mind if let's do this together? Um, where we work as a marketing arm for them. Um, I used to see a lot. And this was one of the goals of Hit the T. Because I owned my own stores and my own retail, I never used to have time to do marketing. My Facebook and my Instagram was terrible. Um, it never used to be pushed because you're so busy with the day-to-day running of stuff sure. um, that you, you fall short on that. So what we decided between us and Titus and Footjoy was, let me give away something every month. Like last month, we gave away a TSR hybrid. And for that month, let's chat about the hybrid. Let's let people know about the hybrid. So all my posts revolve around the TSR hybrid. So you know that now there's TSR1, TSR2, TSR3, they come in these lofts. If you're left-handed, this is what it does. Did you know that it can be lofted down and lofted up? Yeah. But we try and do it in a layman's terms because let's be honest, yeah, I hang around in the golf industry a lot. You guys might, but most humans don't. So when I try and give across the message from the marketing point of view, we try and give it a, a little bit lower so the, everyone can understand what we're talking about everyone feels inclusive because i think golfers can be a bit technical and you can talk about flat paths and trees and kick points no one actually cares about that stuff they just want to know if their ball's going straight it's going left it's going right sure. and you know these are where we got to try and help people so yeah that that's the partnership we, we set up where you know we're giving back to everybody and we're helping them out by giving some prizes away and keeping people uh, obviously engaged and then we, in the, on the back end, we also do the marketing and we try and educate people on the, on, on the gear and uh, the hardware and try and show them that, you know, it's accessible to everyone. You don't have to be Justin Thomas to play with Titleist and uh, wear FootJoy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and they've been great. Um, you know, this month we've done quite a big drive. Um, we decided because it's our first birthday, uh, let's not give back to all of you guys because we've given you like 85,000 rands worth of stuff so far. So we thought let's have you guys help. And that's why we've done this charity uh, raffle. Yeah. So Titus have given us like 12 and a half thousand rands worth of stuff, all limited edition stuff. Uh, our other partners that pro it up, the range finders, they've given us one. Keta South Africa have given us um, some furniture and we decided let's raffle it all. And all the proceeds go to uh, child welfare, Durban and districts. So um, we're just trying to give back. And I, I, it's been amazing. You, 
you, you do these things and you go, Sherbert, I hope someone just gives like a hundred bucks. And first day we're up to two grand already. So it's amazing how you think people aren't going to help, but they actually, they're really willing and waiting. So it's been very positive and, and yeah, Titles and Footjo have been amazing with partnering. So yeah, we hope it continues. Yeah, and, and I think that's one thing I like about Titleist. Like they they very as much as they a super uh, luxury, well established golf brand. They they always mm. they're always willing to help, and and I see their stuff, and I and I see their their I see Titleist on a lot of things. Um, I know one or two other ambassadors, and and they're always they're always just willing to help, which is super important. It also mm. it also puts the game in the right sort of space, and again, it's it's another. It's another thing that is pushing it into the right direction, which is really important. Yeah. Really important. They've been very good with the Sunshine Tour. They sponsored with the Sunshine Tour. Um, they sponsored with a lot of the guys on Sunshine Tour. I remember when I was an apprentice at Missoula, you know, one of the one of the benefits of being an apprentice is you work, you know, the terrible part is you work long hours and it's a cock job. But one of the good parts is you get clubs. And I remember we used to, you, but there was like a pecking order on who came first. So you had to wait your turn and, and um, I was lucky enough to get some stuff from Shrixen and Cleveland at the time. But for Titleist, you never got. You, mm. They were too, they were up there. You had to literally pay for the stuff. But nowadays, a lot more accommodating the guys are, they're giving back so much. And it, it's really, really encouraging because a lot of people you speak to, they go, oh, it's like an expensive brand and yeah. I can't afford it. No, it's exactly the same as the other guys. Actually, sometimes it's actually slightly cheaper than your other Callaways and, and, and other brands, but guys don't know it. So that's what we try and do with our marketing is just give back a little bit and, and give them a little bit of thanks for, for the prizes that they give to you guys every month. 100%. Now, I, I think it's a good working relationship. Um, it, I'm, I'm excited to see it continue and, and flourish in the future. And I think it'll only get bigger mm. and better um, as, as everything does. But I think let's let's get back to you. So already, to you, I've heard two different golf courses. Um, is yeah. that it? How many other courses have you worked at? What else have you done? Um, yeah. So from yeah, so from Brazula, yeah. Unfortunately, Brazula went through a, a patch where uh, it's funny. It, it didn't make any money. A lot of the times, actually, to be honest, golf courses don't make a lot of money, and that one actually, or every year, didn't make money. Um, but it, we were lucky enough to have a billionaire owner who just looked after the whole the whole job. But eventually he had enough of it and he said, I'm out. And he actually sold the golf course to the homeowners for one round. The homeowners took it all over. They took it, but they obviously take on all the expenses. Sure. And the, the first thing they did was retrench. So they retrenched everyone, including myself. And yeah, it was it was a really big like wake up call because you, you've lived there for like almost five years. You yeah. established yourself and now shoot, you're going to you got to move. Uh, and in the time I'd picked up a son, so I've got extra baggage wow. and uh, I had to move home. So you move home, you start again. And yeah, it was a lot of work restructuring and, and re restarting your life. But I, I knew I wanted to stay in golf. So um, I re-kicked it off and I actually started doing kids coaching okay. just to, to keep myself in the industry. And you know, the industry is a small one. You, you've got to stay in and talking to people so i did kids coaching and that's uh to be honest was terrible um anyone's thinking about doing that tomorrow yeah. maybe make other plans because that wasn't fun it it makes it makes you not want to 
spend time with your own kids, to be honest, because they're just, you're so tired by the time you get back. Those oaks are just running constantly. But you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Um, then from there, I actually got a job with a friend of mine who owned a marketing company and we worked super well together. But I decided I wanted to go back into um, golf and I got the job at Kloof Country Club. And there again, I had to start from the middle again. Yeah. Um, I think when I was introduced to the members, they introduced me as the secretary. So you know, I had to start like from the middle again and work my way up because I had been a, a head professional at Bazula. Sure. Um, but again, it taught me stuff that I, I wouldn't have learned if I'd carried on the other way. And I, I think this is important because you learn stuff that you only see like down the line five years, I should have actually needed that. And that was that, you know, I try to help proof guide them in a new direction um, with regards to getting new members, new marketing, rebranding, doing new logos and stuff like that. And that's helped me nowadays because I do all, obviously I'll, I'll hit the T stuff and it, it helped me get into that mindset of, of marketing and all of that where I probably wouldn't have learned that yeah. um, had I just stayed on my normal course. And yeah, from there, I got the opportunity um, after about five years, after about three years to uh, buy shares in a company called Indie Golf Stores. Okay. And it, uh, I, I took that opportunity. They owned the golf stores and they owned a driving range down in Durban. And I thought this was a very cool opportunity. And um, yeah, again, learned some, some really cool lessons. And, and, and that one, to be honest, was more about management. Um, that one was about managing staff. That one was about managing operations, managing situations. <sighs> driving ranges are interesting beasts. Um, you, you think it's easy, but whew, the amount of uh, maintenance, um, just staff problems. As soon as you've got staff, anybody who owns staff knows that it's not easy. Um, and then you throw in the extra things like theft and getting robbed for your weed eaters constantly. All these things they teach you um, and, and you learn lessons from them. And yeah, the driving range was, was super interesting. Um, you know, we, again, we prospered and we grew and we, we worked on the marketing and, and the branding. And that, again, taught me some lessons on, on, on how to, to, to start building a, a brand. And then eventually, um, you know, like some things, they come to an end. And, and, and that one had come to its, its time. So I sat with Ryan, who's my partner with Hit the Tea, and he said, Let, I think it's time to do this one. The golf industry was shifting and changing so much that it, it called for a product along those lines to help people and I think it was the right time to do it so yeah I, I still believe all those moments when you look back at them they all gave me a little just a little block 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 that sure. you shoved into into this into this project that we're doing right now and, it, and yeah I'm thankful for it absolutely and I think as much as golf has been a sport that you've enjoyed it's also been probably one of the greatest teachers in life for you given the fact that you've learned so many different things and I mean now you now you're living out those lessons and and finding success in it so I mean it's it's a beautiful story to be honest and golf yeah. teaches a lot it, it's also I think that's why people are, are drawn to golf um it, it it's a sport you play by yourself you can go do it tomorrow all by yourself I can go do it in the yard yeah. and you've got to have discipline yeah I, I can give myself a one all day long Sure. Yeah, you can Kim Jong-un it and just give yourself hole-in-ones on every hole. Or you got to show discipline and, and, and take the knocks. you got to take the moments when you hit behind a tree. And you've got to take your little tap-outs. And, and, and those are the life lessons that, that, that golf gives us. And 
yeah, golf's been very good to me. I've seen things and managed to experience things and experience golf courses and yeah, and moments that are that are very very cool. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't give it up for anything. Hundred percent. And yeah. and I mean, you, you you mentioned you've got your your ball from Legends Golf Course. Um, that's mm-hmm. definitely still a bucket list thing for me. I need to do that. Um, while while I'm still here, what was that like? I mean, what great experience? That was very cool. At, at that stage, I was working with my friend with the marketing company, and that one was um, we had taken a group there from a company, mm-hmm. and it was insane because it's harder than what you think because they're all weather dependent on that hole. Sure. You don't just get to go up and have a job. Everything's weather dependent with them. So we were actually on the golf course and they were playing and they came to us and said, listen, if you guys want to go up, got to go up now. And we were like, okay, let's go. So we grabbed all these oaks off their golf carts, like left the golf carts on the side of the hole and we put them in the, these, they've got game ranger vehicles and they, they take you through the game because it's in a game reserve. You jump in the helicopter and there's probably about three trips to get everyone up and they drop you all on top. And then you obviously begin. And, and usually you get like six balls. We only got three because of the weather wasn't too too great. But uh, what an amazing experience. You, it's, it's nothing that's, there's probably nothing in golf that you can do that's similar uh, because you, you're standing on a 400 meter high cliff and the cliff is literally right there. And it's weird because never in golf do you ever like fall backwards, but every single guy falls backwards. Because for some reason, they think that you're going to fall forwards and it's it never going to happen. Sure. And, and yeah, it, it's a tough shot. Uh, I must say, I did beat Ryan. Ryan got like a, I think he got like eight. I got like six. Wow. You, lo- you end up losing because you hit it and then you go down and you finish the hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the hole is shaped like Africa um, and there's a bunker all around it. And there's a guy that stands on the side of the cliff and he just calls it. And he's like, uh, that one's in uh, Nigeria. <laughs> that one's in Madagascar. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. he doesn't even call it because that one's in the bush. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing experience. The best part, to be honest, was the helicopter ride. Uh, <laughs> because the guys that work there are all ex-military oh. and they all board. So what they do is we had some nutcase guys that were with us and they said to him, listen, give us a good ride on the way down. So this oak, you get in the helicopter, he takes it up, and all he does is he drops it straight down the cliff face. And he goes down, 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 over the green. And then once you've caught your breath and Ryan stops screaming, he then takes it straight up and he actually stalls it backwards and, and flicks it. So I must say the guys that came from that corporate thing who came off there, they were what? Yeah. I mean, it was a very cool experience for everyone. Wow. So yeah, I would I would definitely suggest going. Um I actually heard something that it might be for sale, Legends. So maybe go quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it might not be there for a while, but yeah, it's an amazing experience. And that's the thing. South Africa has so many amazing golf courses that we don't even know about. Even I've worked in golf for almost 15 years or over 15 years. When I made the app, I went onto websites because all the courses are preloaded. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, what the hell is this golf course? Like, I've never even heard of it. And I've worked in golf my whole life in South Africa, and I don't even know that some golf courses exist. Yeah. And that was half the problem. You know, we should have something where it says, listen, go play here. Go play at that little golf course. Go play at that nine-hole golf course. It, we, we have to get out of our comfort zone. So many golfers just sit in their little circle, and they just say, Wednesday comp, Wednesday comp, Wednesday comp, Wednesday comp. Yeah. yeah. And you, you've got to learn. If you really love golf, go play somewhere else. You know what yeah. I mean? Go, go play somewhere different. 
get get in your car travel travel for a bit it's it's all an experience it's it's a journey and yeah it we living in south africa it's it's the great outdoors you you've just like 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 you said do a little bit of extra research and you'll probably find a golf course that's so unique with with such beautiful views or or on the side of the vol river that's a course i found like also later on in my days i didn't know it existed and mm. it's it's very accessible from the point that there are so many golf courses and maybe they're just not marketed well or marketed enough should i say but it's mm. i I, lo- i love that it's you you got to you got to instead of your typical Wednesdays or Thursdays or Fridays go out there and and find and and create experiences yeah. whether it's Explore a it. hour drive or a two hour drive get some mates and and go and do it it's what golf is about it's not always about the the 18 holes that you play but it's it's often about the experience and and everything that ties in with it yeah exactly and the people you hang around with and you know it's so amazing all i can say is like like i said go on the internet go on the app just scroll through it and you'll notice these golf courses where you're like never met I didn't even know it exists Mahali yeah. Park I never heard of it but yeah. now I know it you know what I mean and it looks like a lovely golf course I want to go play there awesome. but before I wouldn't even know what you're talking to me about yeah yeah 100%. yeah 100% so I mean what is your what's your favorite golf course in South Africa then Oof, it's a tough one um because you know earlier I said that I've worked in pretty much every single facet of golf the one place I haven't worked which I probably should have done as a career but if you look at my yard was greenskeeping yeah because yeah. I pretty much I I don't play golf I I, I like golf I love golf I, love, I like the challenge and stuff but I prefer golf courses I like being there morning time I like being in the afternoon I like when the sun hits I like golf courses and the manicured and and how they look and how pristine you can get them and Yeah, it's it, there's so many. You know, I've been lucky enough to play Gary Players, Lost Cities, Staines, pretty much most of them. I've played Fancourt Links, that one's insane because you know, we rocked up there the one that's a funny story. We rocked up and we were all golf professionals because we were from Pozula and it was all the guys that worked with me and he rocked up on the first tee box and the guy said to us the caddy said to us well which which tee box and we're like well the back tees we're professionals and these oaks just looked at us and they're like you don't want to do that yeah. and we did it and it was it was we ruined fan court links yeah you know what I mean because i must eight i never got hit you seven i never got hit you six i never got hit you're standing up on the hole where tiger and ernie had their playoff the second hole the par three and it's 230 to a bowl and you're like It was 260 to the fairway on the 18th and you're like we've ruined this day so yeah. sometimes yeah. being too cocky and being like too cool for school can ruin an experience but from a golf course absolutely unbelievable it's manicured to you you don't find divots um, you don't find pitch marks the everything is perfect about that golf course the other ones that stick out are obviously down in the cape there's some beautiful ones because they all revolve around the view Yeah, you know, Pizzula's got a beautiful view. Samola's got um, an amazing view as well, and it and it's nice because the one contrasts the mountains and the and the bush, and Pizzula contrasts the sea, and so you get these really cool things in one town. Um, but Pinnacle Point, that one there was one of those golf courses where I, I was lucky enough to go right in the beginning when it first opened up, and that one blew me away because it's just the views there. You just stand there and go. I don't really want to hit golf balls. I just want to like 
stand and stare at the stare at the ocean. Yeah. So we're so lucky. We've got so many, um, and not even even the, those expensive resort ones. We, you know, we've got George. It's, it's one of one of the best municipal golf courses in South Africa. Um, you've got so many um, around us that 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 are challenging, that are beautiful. You just got to go and farm the damn things. Um, you got to you got to not be lazy. And, and that's what most humans are. Unfortunately, we, we're stuck in our Wednesday con, Wednesday con. Yeah, 100%, so, 100%. And yeah. So, I mean, what is, um, you mentioned that you, you have like a love for, for, for golf courses and things like that. Is that the reason why you've got such a cool green in your house? Uh, like your own little, that's like, a, that's like a Tiger Woods own practice facility. That's the coolest thing I think I've seen on Instagram for the, for the last year. That is awesome. Well, I appreciate it because the blood that's in that soil was, was quite quite a lot. Um, you know, I spent so much time. And, you know, I lived in this house for quite a long time. I've been lucky enough to live here for 35 years. Yeah. And I used to stare at that yard, uh, that section of yard for 30 years. Um, and I always wanted to put a green there because the, the house is actually at the top of a hill. So it hits down to about a 57 meter shot. And um, I used to stare at it and I just used to hit golf balls into it when I was younger, like yeah. just into the bush um, and over the road and into the other people's houses. But we won't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, so like five years ago or four years ago, I decided no. So I started chopping the bush down. I got a grader in. I actually took, uh, we, we, we started digging the, there's a pond down there and obviously in front of the green. Um, that is a natural spring that fills it up. So we were lucky there. Um, and then, yeah, we, you know, we built the version one of the green and it's unfortunately it got uh, oversprayed with some weed killer and that one died. And at that time it was during COVID. So I thought, well, let's do a little, I've got some time. So let's do a little rebuild. So I've always loved TPC at Sawgrass and I, I love that look. And I also like the aesthetics of being able to hit it onto wood and, and it looked like an island. So that's what we did and um yeah it took a lot of work it took a lot of uh researching a lot of digging a lot of cement there's about 30 tons of rock down there that oh, we wow. put in um, wow. but there's a lot of rock and yeah it's been awesome you know i call it tpc at uh, grump's pond um because my dad's a little bit grumpy so it's oh wow just a, a thing for him but yeah it's, a, it's an awesome little um attraction i must say we have a lot of fun when we have bras and stuff like that. I usually use it when I'm on the phone a lot and I'll stand out there and just hit one-handed shots just wow. while I'm on the phone. And it's a, it's a nice little attraction. Um, yeah, so it's been a cool addition. Yeah, I'm sure but, it's helped you with your, with your short game quite a bit. No, still crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's but, uh, yeah, you know, it's worth it for anyone that wants to do it. You know, you can do it, there's proof. You can yeah. go in your backyard and make a green. It just—it's having the right grass. But the only thing is the maintenance. It's a lot of work. You, sure. You've got to—you got to water it a couple of times a week. You've got to mow it a couple of times a week. I've got a proper uh, greens mower, and yeah, I was out there yesterday. No one sees that on Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backwards yeah. and forwards, backwards and forwards, fighting moles, uh, all that type of thing. But it's well worth it. A really cool, really cool feature. Absolutely. So next time you guys are out, you can come and have a hit. No, definitely. We'll we'll have a little uh, little competition there at. Uh, but you got to bring logo balls. So see there. Ab absolutely. Yeah, hook you with the snatch. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's I, always I a catch. The There's always a catch. 
always, always. No, definitely. Um, yeah. I think, I think, Mitch, do you have anything in particular you want to ask? Are you looking to update your golf bag? Well, look no further. This podcast is proudly sponsored by The Golf Shop South Africa, your one-stop shop to buy, sell and trade golf equipment ranging from clubs, shafts to golf carts. Be sure to head over to thegolfshop.southafrica on Instagram to update your bag today. accessible to people and a, a big factor i really like is how you guys are actually educating uh people who are, who are quite new to the game they don't know too much about it uh, as you mentioned uh, most people you come to golf you think titleist is the most expensive golf beer when in fact it's not really i think it's just been marketed a little bit better than the rest so you you mm. automatically think that's going to be the best but yeah, i mean titleist i'm uh, not titleist sorry callaways shrixons tailor they're all pretty much the same prices and that. Uh, so I really yeah. like yeah, the, the education you guys are doing it. And I think you guys definitely need to expand into Portugal to make it a little bit easier for us over here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely just keep going with it. No, I appreciate it, guys. Like, you know, like I said earlier, we, we've got so many exciting things that we're trying to bring uh, to golf for 2022. We, and, and that's one of our main focuses, trying to help those people that are just coming into golf yeah. Uh, you don't know anything, don't know what better ball is, don't know what, you know, how many balls are in a sleeve even. You know, we, we, we've been around golf so much that we are, we are uh, oblivious to people that are new. You know what I mean? Just because we know something and we're in the best at it doesn't mean everyone else knows about it. So, yeah, it's about just giving all the information that we can and just trying to build this little community that we can. So, yeah, you know, stay tuned. We've got loads that we, we're bringing out. We've got loads of like exciting things that we want to bring to you guys. And yeah, we appreciate your time. Oh, awesome. Man. And we'll definitely like be sure to to leave uh, links to the page, uh, Instagram handles and all of that so that anybody listening, yeah. it's it's a lot easier to find. And I think follow the journey, follow the journey, see, see where these guys go, see how they grow. I think it's going to be exciting for, it's exciting. It's exciting for the golf industry. It's fresh. Uh, golf needs something fresh all the time and and we've got to adapt and change with the times we're, it's 2021 uh, it's the end of 2021 guys we're, we're like super in the yeah. future so we we need to we need to keep up with that time uh steve i think just i think just before we wrap this up um you, you you've already shared quite a lot of interesting stuff with us but what has i mean out of out of everything you can remember whether it be driving range pro shop working at the course um playing golf just you know watching golf whatever what has been your absolute favorite experience up until now favorite memory something that something that you'll always remember is it one in golf thing, two things three things yeah in in, in golf could be a, could be a bad one actually that i'll <laughs> always remember i was at beachwood and i don't know if you've ever played beachwood no. Um, and that same guy that I spoke about earlier, Damon Lochner, we were we, we went to college together and we played a game and we were playing match play, just two of us. And um, we got to the second hole, it's par three, it's probably about 119 meters. And first ball in the water, <sighs> tee it up, second ball in the hole, 
No way. So you asked how many of these are hole in ones. I actually have none. I have a hole in three though, um, which is super annoying. And it's something that'll never leave me. Unfortunately, I'll see it at nights when I go to sleep. Um, but the only shining light from that was I actually beat him. He got a four on that hole. So it, it, it actually beat him. But you know what? Golf, like I said earlier, it's, it's given me so many things. Um, it, I think just the main thing is it's allowed me to see so many so many aspects. I, I've been to pretty much most parts of the, of the country and um, I've, I've seen so many different golf courses and met so many different people. And that's what I like. I like talking to people. I like talking to people like you guys who, you know, it's someone different. I didn't know you like yesterday. I didn't know you at 10 o'clock this morning when we started this, but yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I, you know, we've, we've learned some stories and, and that's the best thing I think that golf's given me. I've met, I've met uh, the bachelorette couple from America. They came out and stayed with us and I had to take them around. I've met Morgan Shandera. Um, he wanted a tea time halfway through my field and I had to tell him no. You know, yeah, I've met Terry Henry. He's, wow. There's some things that you can't get working in other industries where this one has been good enough to give me these opportunities. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I take. It's just, I've had so many moments that it's, it's worth it. It's been worth it. No, it, it's it's definitely a special thing. I have to ask though, did you celebrate like it was a hole in one when it went in for three? Like surely, no. surely you felt that no. excitement. No, you just straight away knew no. it was a three and that was it. It's actually worse. It's one of the worst. It was worse than the ball going in the water in the first shot. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, to that to be your only damn hole in one is a hole in three. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. But it wasn't with you forever. <laughs> exactly, it's a memory. You use it. Yeah, it taught me I should have taken the club I used the second time, the first time. So, yeah, 100%. you learn. You, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. I think hole in ones Great. are special. Hole in threes are probably even a little bit more special because you don't come across yeah, exactly. them every time. Like you know, you 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 still part out from 120, 119 meters after a drop exactly. shot. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take what you can get. Eh? Gotta take what you can get. Golf so often, so often I think gives us gives us crazy things i mean just like that and, and often we it's not what we want but it's it's what we get and, and i think the i think the more we we adapt and understand that that's just part of the game it's never going to be perfect mm. today you can go out and shoot level par or, or or under par and tomorrow you can go and shoot 10 over par it's just and and it can be the yeah. same course it can be with the same same clubs, conditions same ball same conditions and i think that's also what's super addictive about the game i think it's what keeps us coming back all the time yeah it's so similar to life because yeah. you can go out yesterday and have the worst day where everything's going wrong you know your coffee's burnt you and you got a flat tire you know i mean everything goes wrong the next day everything goes right and, and that's why i think people relate to it so much is that it, it, it's life yeah. just a lot greener and it. with some balls and sticks 100%. yeah it's, it's it's got your ups and downs and I think the, the 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 better we learn to handle those ups and downs, the better the round ultimately comes. Uh, the course management and and all of that, yeah. we can really get into a lot. Um, but I think I think I just wanted to mention. I'm quite happy that the rooster didn't uh, didn't 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 yeah, take. Yeah, I'm quite surprised. Very well behaved. And I didn't feature at once. Uh, there were some monkeys that came along, and I thought these oaks are going to get involved. They're still yeah. there, but no, we were good. Yeah, yeah, very very well behaved rooster. I think I might. I mean, you, you mentioned if someone offers you a rooster, first thing you say is no, and the second thing you say is no. I think after this, no, they're it's terrible. maybe not too bad. <laughs> terrible. The absolute worst animal I've ever owned in my life. Wow. And I've owned a couple. 
yeah. Yeah. So that guy. Anyone wants a rooster, just pop a text to hit the yeah. T. We'll give pop, you one. Pop a DM. Uh, there's one available. <laughs> but it's yeah. probably it's probably a good little addition to your home golf course, to be honest. No. A bit of wild love. No. no. Not <laughs> that oak. Not that oak. I've got loads. I've got yeah i've got dogs we've got cats we've got rabbits i've got two kids so we've got loads of animals i've even got a leopard tortoise oh, wow. um but that oak is terrible he, sure. he's, he's just not a nice human well yeah, it's not a nice animal he's he's terrible yeah yeah i don't <laughs> yeah, he's crap we'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah probably for the best yeah yeah but, Stephen, but thanks guys i appreciate your time no, absolutely, man. It, it's been so refreshing talking with you and, and having a, a different conversation uh, as, as opposed to what I'm used to. And, and I really, my brother and I, we really just wish you the best of luck with the app. We'll, be, we'll definitely be following in closely. Um, and, and I mean, I think you, you definitely got your head in the right direction. I think you're the right type of person to be taking on such a responsibility. And I really just wish you the best. And, and I think your experience leading up until now everything you've done has a reason and, and i think it'll definitely show in the business and all of that which is which is super it's exciting and 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 and, and, I'm, and i'm excited to follow the journey so really just thanks oh. thanks for your time thanks for being here it's been really awesome chatting to you thanks guys and i think also you know we, we're all quick to take some praise and and, and and take it in and think but also thanks to you guys you know these things aren't easy. People don't realize these things don't happen in a second. It doesn't it take special humans to jump on and, and, and start these conversations and get these balls rolling and, and pass these messages on and allow other people to, to hear these messages. So, you know, thanks to you guys. Um, you know, I wish more people would jump on and do these type of things um, because it's the only way that we grow and we've come up with these new ideas and we, and we, and we form these new communities. Um, so, yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate your time absolutely man and i wish you an awesome friday if you are playing golf this weekend i hope it's great hopefully maybe not maybe not a hole in three but a hole in one is is creeping in on your doorstep somewhere we'll see what happens but but yeah you you so guys much. will be the first here you'll be <laughs> the first to find out when i do i promise yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that in mind <laughs> awesome thanks guys right. i appreciate your time man eh? thanks Thank very you. much Looking for premium golf equipment and accessories? This podcast is proudly sponsored by 4Golf, South Africa's newest premium golf brand. Head over to the Instagram or Facebook page at www.4golf.co.za to find out more. Let's not waste any time. Dive right in. They've made it easier than ever. Be sure to use the 7 Under Golf Podcast promo code to get your 10% discount on your first orders. Links will be in the description below. Thank you.